you do matter. The people around you, they wouldn't have hired you or included you on their team if they didn't already see something in you and they appreciate you and you do matter. But all the different personality types, they may not know how to bring out the best in you. And sometimes you have to be self-aware enough to communicate that in a good, respectful way. And it's okay to do that. Welcome to Dental Hygiene Development. We invite you to listen along as we discuss all things dental, including personal and professional growth. I'm Autumn. And I'm Paige. We're just two best friends discussing what we love to do and how we do it. Grab your Diet Coke, Diet Dr. Pepper, or your favorite glass of wine, and let's talk about anything dental hygiene. Hey guys, it's Autumn Page here. Hey um, guys. Dental hygiene development coming at you live on our podcast. Well, we're not live, but <laughs> sure we are. Pre-recorded, pre-recorded live. Yeah. We're live in person. <laughs> That's here. right, yeah. live in person. It's us. Um, thanks for tuning in this week. Um, we are kind of mixing our podcasts from last time with this one, so we hope you've kind of come back to give us a little bit more of your time. Um, that being said, if you haven't listened to the March 1st episode, we would yes. suggest before you listen to this one, you probably want to go back and listen to that one. Yes. It's all about Enneagrams. Content. Yep. So if you don't know what that is, you need to go watch the last podcast. Um, but this one today is going to be titled, Yes, You Matter. You Matter. And we're basically teaching you how to respectfully use your voice in your office setting or in your career. And we tie that into developing yourself enough um, by using your Enneagram type or um, temperaments, which we're going to talk about next time, Mm -hmm. um, in using the healthy side of your personality to voice what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some of us, that comes very natural. And for some of us, it does not. So we thought it was very important to talk about because it helps you get into a place where you are way less frustrated in your work setting. Um, and I feel like a lot of people these days feel frustrated and unheard, unheard at work. So we wanted to say, yes, you matter. You can use your voice and not be frustrated at work. And um, for those of us who already know how to use our voice, yes. the word respectfully Yes. Is what we're going to be working on because I would say that I have always known how to use my voice. Absolutely. But sometimes it didn't come out respectfully, so you don't (laughs) get across what you want to everybody the right way. So You shut people down. They don't listen. They stop listening because it may not be respectful. So we're all going to learn something. Absolutely. Everybody can learn something. Before we dive in, though, we do want to ask you guys, um, we are trying to reach as many people as we can and help the stigma of the dental field to become more of a positive one and create more happiness and development in your careers. So we have to reach people to do that. So if you don't mind, um, you know, like our Facebook page and our YouTube channel, subscribe, um, comment, comment. Um, there are so many ways that you can engage with us mm-hmm. and also help us to grow. So if you like something that you've heard, um, feel free to share the video or the Please. podcast. Um, it's, we would love for you to share We would it. really appreciate it. We would love it. Um, usually in the description below the video, we'll have all the links to, you know, social media, how you can listen to the podcast, because you can even listen to it on Spotify if you mm-hmm. don't have time watch the videos we're working on, on apple podcasts so we're working on apple because i listen to most of my podcast on apple yes so i would love for it to be able to because i talk to alexa every alexa yep. every morning coming soon and we do mm-hmm. want to say we appreciate you um allowing us room to grow we yes. are finding our stride like we're figuring out how we like our videos and like what thumbnails we like
like to use and all of that yeah. kind of production stuff. We're learning. Yeah. And we're trying not to let the learning process um, hold us back. So we're just putting it out there the best we can. And as we grow, you can grow with us. But thank you for giving us grace in figuring all of that out. And if you like something that we did differently from the first yeah. time, let us know. Tell us. Go like, back hey, to that, that comment. Say like, hey, I really like the way you did that one. We would love to hear what you think. Yes. So we have a huge thank you to Chad, who does all of our production work and puts up with me and Autumn's crazy bloopers and ideas. And he's awesome. <laughs> me on an everyday basis. <laughs> with working with us and feeling with us at Team mm-hmm. Legacy Productions. So shout out to him there. If you need any kind of video work at all, um, he's your man. And we should link his information below. So I'm going to add that in there. Um, And then one last way you can kind of keep up with us is through our email subscription list. We promise to be respectful of your information. We are not going to spend you crappy stuff you don't want to see every We will not share our email list to anybody. We're not going to share it with anybody. But it will be a way where we put out like a newsletter that has a like recap of the podcast, you know, different books that we may talk about or resources and then also if we wind up um we will be launching our continued education courses hopefully within this year we're still in the filming process Mm -hmm. um and then we are going to try to get those accredited so you get credits for um your ces Mm -hmm. for renewing your license and all that kind of stuff all of that coming in the future but it will be how we communicate with everybody and give you that stuff. Who's a part of dental hygiene development. It will be one way that we communicate. Also, we want to be able to do some giveaways with, like, um, companies and reps with, like, instruments and all that kind of stuff. So once we get that implemented, that's how we will let you know about the giveaways and stuff. So uh-huh. there is a link below where you can um, privately put in your email, and we will be the only ones that have it, and we can communicate with you. So if you um, like communication that way, Sign up, put your information in, and we promise to be respectful and only send you the good stuff. Yeah, and if you are one of those companies that um, that are listening to this and you are a rep for one of the companies that yeah. we would use, reach out to us too because we want to use you. Yep. We want you to be able to use our platform to yes. be able to distribute those things yep. to all of our listeners. Yes. Uh, we want to work together. Our um, email is listed below, so you can shoot us an email. Um, yep. And also you can comment like, hey, reach out to me, however you want to do it. Um, you can get in touch with us. Yep. Yep. So get so, in touch. Yeah. With all that said, thank you very much for your support. We appreciate you guys. We couldn't do this without you. And we have lots of good things coming in the future. So keep stay up. Tuned. Stay tuned. Um, so to continue diving into this recap, last week we went through the nine Enneagram types, which are your personality types. And those are just ingrained in you. They will not change. You are who you are. And, and they're pick, all good. They're all good. And all normal. We did kind of um, touch on this a little bit as far as, like, um, how to address certain types in meetings. We kind of hit that at the very end of, like, mm-hmm. my personality type. I would prefer a one-on-one meeting, and I'm going to need some time to process my feelings as a type 2. I'm all about the feelings. Mm-hmm. I need time to process my feelings. I'm not going to necessarily give you my best answer on the spot. So give me some time to think about it. Um, that's a way to know as... I can use my voice and say, if my leader is not giving me that, I can say, hey, I have a lot of feelings about this, and I 100% heard what you had to say. Can I have some time to process this, and we revisit it on Monday or tomorrow or whatever? That is going to be how I can give the best response, but I'm also communicating with my leader. They know that I took that in, but I just need a minute. Um, And every personality type is going to have a way that they prefer, prefer, and it will be their best way to 
Working. thrive in that mm-hmm. environment where they yeah. felt heard. Um, it just works better for everyone involved. So we want you to know that's one of the main things. Yes, you matter. What you need matters. And really, when you become healthy in your type and communicating that with those around you, it's better for everyone. It's how you can respectfully... Respectfully. Respectfully. (laughs) Thrive at work. You can turn frustration into something that is positive. And that's what we want you to be able to do. Do not hold in. You're like, okay, I know. Figure out what you need Mm -hmm. first. Because if you don't know your personality type and you haven't developed yourself enough to know what you need, you're just frustrated all the time and you feel like you're unheard, this is a great place to start to become um, self-aware and to ask for things that you need. It's okay to do that, and it really helps everyone involved. Because people can feel it Mm -hmm. when you're unhappy and you're frustrated and you— It's not productive at all. Nope. It's doing the opposite. So if you yes. could, we could change our frustration into yes. productivity. Absolutely. Think about how much we're going to, like, one, we're going to all be happy at work, yes. working with one another, yes. and we're going to get a lot done. Absolutely. So that's going to benefit our patients. Yep. That's going to benefit the team. The bottom um, line. It's going to be bond of, yep, <laughs> that bottom line is going to Your get, boss will love that. Yes, your boss will love it. Those, those type fives are absolutely going to love the fact that that bottom line is changing and all that stuff. Absolutely. So, Loving the numbers. Um, exactly. So yeah. we all matter. Yes. It doesn't matter the type you are. There's no bad type. There, yep. I mean, there's unhealthy in all yep. the types. Every type. But like Paige is saying, if once you first, you got to find what you are, and you yep. got to dig into that and become self aware. And then once you find that, then you can start really using that knowledge and that personal growth to better ever your team and better everybody else, and basically use your voice respectfully to get things done. Yep, absolutely, mm-hmm. and. Keyword here. I'm just going to reiterate it. You do matter. The people around you, they wouldn't have hired you or included you on their team if they didn't already see something in you. And they appreciate you and you do matter. But all the different personality types, they may not know how to bring out the best in you. And sometimes you have to be self-aware enough to communicate that in a good, Mm -hmm. respectful way. And it's okay to do that. And so... Don't, your mind is a powerful thing and Mm -hmm. you can talk yourself into a lot of frustrations. And then this leads me into a really good analogy that I thought of the other day of like how it leads into self-awareness and your personal happiness at work. So if you think of having like two marbles, one marble is right here out of your reach. You cannot reach it. It doesn't matter how far you stretch. It's far enough away. You cannot reach it. That's another person in your office, okay? And then you have a marble right here that you can reach. You can move it around. You can roll it around. You can do all the things. That's you. Are you going to continue to try to reach this marble that's out of your reach? There's nothing you can do. You can't reach it. That's dwelling on things that are out of your control. It's useless. It's not going to happen. You're not going to move that marble. So why would you waste your time here? This is the frustration lane, which a lot of people, I've been there, you stay there, and you dig that hole down, and the next thing you know, you're miserable. And you don't know, you feel like you can't talk about the things, you can't do anything about them. It is how it is. I'm just going to have to deal with it or move on. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are in this lane, and it's hard to get yourself out of that. You're frustrated about these things, and you're like, I don't know how to change my frustrations. How you change those frustrations is you grab onto this marble. 
<laughs> the you marble. Yep. Because you are the only thing that you can control. And if you're in this frustration lane, you're focusing on other people mm-hmm. and things that they're doing that bother you or things that they're doing that you would do differently. And you can't you can't necessarily change that directly. But if you come over here back to you, your marble, guess what? If you throw your marble, right, your healthy, good marble, <laughs> you've taken your time, you've become self-aware, you've self-development, you're growing, you're becoming the best person you can be, you are not focusing on all the things about them. You're focusing on you because guess what? <laughs> you are probably frustrating them. You're probably doing things <laughs> that bug them. And guess what? So much. <laughs> We're all different personality types, and mm-hmm. it's going to happen. But when you become healthy, maybe you can roll your marble, and you might smack into their marble, and then they may grow. Now, don't get me wrong. You might roll your marble and totally miss. They just might be who they are, and they aren't ready to grow or mm-hmm. develop or whatever, and that's on them. But you continue to grow yourself, and what's going to happen is the change in yourself is going to help you feel more heard, more respected, and you as a person are going to understand the people around you more. And the more you understand their intentions and where they're coming from and how they're thinking and how they're feeling, it's going to reduce your frustration because you're going to understand why they are the way they are or what they're doing. And when you can communicate and understand yourself enough to communicate how you are and what you need and how you're feeling and what you're doing within your team, you're going to feel a lot less frustrated. You're Let me give a little note for these for these eights because I had to learn this the hard way because yes. you're talking straight. Uh, you're talking to everybody, but as an eight, you want to control everything, right? Yeah. You, like can't. Say, you can't control this person, mm-hmm. and it is making you straight up crazy yeah. trying to control that person. <laughs> So until you learn to control yourself, which has been the biggest thing that I've had to do, you have to learn to control yourself. Yep. That's how you make impacts on other people. So for those eights that haven't, like, haven't quite got a hold to this yet, please, please get a hold to this because it is going to give you so much inner peace knowing that you cannot, no matter what you do, you not cannot control somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you cannot change their personality type. No, you can't. They are different, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's so hard, even as a feeler. I can't understand how somebody can't feel all mm-hmm. these things for everyone, but they just don't. That's just not how they are. That's not their, like we talked about, that's not their happy place. That's not where they thrive. Mm-hmm. And you need a good mix of people. It, it, um encourages growth when you have lots of different people contributing in their healthy good ways so i think it is super important to this that you know i feel like again we talked about this a little bit with my personality type people told me my whole life you're so sensitive and you know you don't need to be so sensitive and so i started looking at myself negatively and so that reduced my own confidence in my own voice and in the positivity of my type And so then I just felt like, well, I'm just too sensitive, you know, and I would be frustrated and I didn't know how to look at myself in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I feel like a lot of this comes back to yourself. Like you've got to build it. You've got to build yourself. And that's really the only thing you have full control of. But a lot of the times, if you are in a good place, like... Your energy, people want to be around you. They want to know, like, what did you do? Like, they'll Mm -hmm. see the changes in you. And 
a lot of people, good people, there are people who don't give a rat's butt about mm-hmm. anything and they just are yep. who they are and they probably shouldn't be in your office setting. <laughs> right. They're not a good team. shouldn't be on your bus. But the majority of people do, they are there. They want to do a good job. Like, they are interested and they may just be a different way. So, it's you can't like, help somebody else unless you help yourself first. Exactly. It's kind of like when you go on an airplane and they tell you that you have to put your mask on you first, first. if something happens yeah. before you go yeah. helping somebody else. Yeah. You can't help somebody else grow if you are in an unhealthy place. Another good analogy people use is like, if your cup is empty, you can't pour into someone else's cup. Nope. Like, you could be dying of thirst over here. I ain't got no water. I can't help you. So I have to feed myself. I have to become confident. I have to become healthy. I have to know myself well um, and learn to control the negative aspects of my own personality mm-hmm. before I can even remotely um, start to figure out the things that are challenging me and how to deal with them. Right. So it's not that in your office setting you don't matter because you're there they you're already there you're on the team so you do matter everybody on the team already been given value Mm -hmm. you have to know that within yourself yes and then you have to be able to say hey that's cool like this is what i'm good at and use your voice and respectfully tell people as a person you know your boundaries and what you need to be the best team player that's what they want they want you to thrive they Mm -hmm. want you to be happy um you know for the most part (laughs) there are exceptions to all these rules but it helps they don't know what they don't know and i'm bad about that like i get in my feelings and i'm like thinking all these things and wish that i could say this or that or whatever but that person on the other side of that they don't know any of that stuff unless you voice it so i feel like a good way is to sit down and say hey i've had some really good thoughts and i would really love to sit down and share those with you and see if you feel like any of those things would be something we could implement in the office and um don't I always like to tell people a good, respectful way to use your voice is if you see something that's an issue, never just complain about it. Don't just complain about it and be like, this is a problem. You need to go in there and have a solution to your problem. Yes. Don't focus on the problem. Bring it up. Nobody likes a negative Nelly. No. And a lot of people just like to complain. Mm -hmm. They don't really want to fix anything. They're just Mm -hmm. complainers. If you're a complainer, you need to work on that. That's unhealthy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, go in there with a solution. Bring up the problem. Be like, hey, I've noticed this is an issue, and it's something that I think that we could work on in the office, and it would really contribute to X, Y, and Z. And I feel like a really good way that we could do that is by doing X, Y, and Z. And then you work on, you know, you've already got a plan to implement it and say, like, what do you think about that? Have you noticed that? Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like it will really help the team dynamic blah, 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 blah. Even if you have a fun idea, you know, say, like, I've been noticing lately or feeling like we're a little disconnected as a team and maybe just a little worn out because it's maybe been the busy season, like Christmas time in every Mm -hmm. dental office or summer when the kids are out of school and everybody wants to get everybody in. End of the year, like I said, Christmas, everybody's trying to use their insurance benefits, so our schedules are swamped. Love on your dental teams if you're not a dental person um, around the holidays because we're working our tails off. But it's fine to say that if you're feeling that way. And there's probably other people in the office that feel that way. So it's okay to express that. And if you do express it, you're going to feel so much better. Get it out. And so 
I'm really bad at that, honestly, as a feeler. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or make somebody feel like if they're my management person that they're not doing a good job supporting me. And so I feel this way. Like, I don't want them to feel um, attacked or like they're not doing a good job. And so a lot of times I don't express that. But it's helpful for them to know that. As a manager, they cannot help you if they don't know. So it's okay for you to say, hey, I'm feeling a little drained lately. We've been working really hard. I feel like we've been doing a really great job. Like, And I saw this really fun thing. I think it would be really awesome to do as a team and kind of re-energize us. Like, how do you feel about us going to do this? Whether it's like a paint night or a wine night or like a little shopping trip or like go to a movie. Anything. Outside of the office. Outside of the office. Something fun that will be re-energizing. I think it's great to communicate that. Because Mm -hmm. if you're just walking around with a bad attitude... What do you think that's doing? What do you think your manager's thinking then? Yeah, it's just bringing the team down. It's negative. And kind of how we talked about on the last podcast, like one of the things that you can do to create this type of um, synergy in the team is going to the leadership in your office and asking to do the Enneagram test, to do any of the personality tests, the temperaments test, Enneagram test, and so you all learn, and you don't have to be, like, super knowledgeable in it, and you don't have to be, you know, no. a coach of an Enneagram. Mm-hmm. You can just simply know your type, and then you all come to a morning huddle, like, say, you know, why don't you all go home tonight and take the, the this free assessment? And everybody finds out what they're like, and then, one, you learn about yourself. Yep. And then you bring it to the team, and then you learn about your team. Yep. So then... You know who's good at what. Yep. You know who you can talk to about what. Um, Like the nines, they're also feelers, but they're not going, they want to avoid conflict at all costs. So they're going to hold it all in. If they have a feeling, they're not going to want to use their voice because they're going to afraid that it's going to cause an uproar. Yep. One, we want to empower those nines to be able to say, you should be able to speak respectfully and everybody in your office listen to you yeah but if you are really just that person who does not feel comfortable talking to the leader maybe your leader is in a bad position or not the right person but if you feel like you know if you know your coworker, say yeah. is an eight you could go to that eight and be like hey i'm really feeling this way could you help me and doing that. And because, let me just put it, point this out, the eight not only is okay with stepping up and talking, they also like to feel like they want to protect, they're in control, and they also want to protect the people that are around them. Absolutely. So you coming, say, so one of them coming to me and saying, hey, Autumn, I could really use your help talking to so-and-so about it. That lights you up. That lights me up. I'm like, oh, heck, yeah, we're about to go talk about it. Yeah. And so I would say not to do that with unhealthy eight because that could get you in trouble more than help you. But if you're all working in health, then you're, you can help each other. Right. So you can use your voice, mm-hmm. and you can use it through other people, too. Yep. And even, like, say you were the manager. You knew that I was a 2, and you had a 9. A 2 and a 9 are a really good way. Like, a 2 is a feeler, and we want a meaningful task. So it would be a great thing for you to send us to talk to the 9. Because mm-hmm. we're going to be True. soft. We're going to be soft. Mm -hmm. We really care about how they're feeling. And they're the person who has a really hard time expressing their feelings. But twos are really intuitive as far as how people are feeling. And I don't know what it is. Like, 
strangers come up to me and they would just like tell me everything. It's like I'm vibing like I'm a safe space. Like tell me all your feelings and I'm really engaged. So, you know, that's a good combination. Mm -hmm. So if you're having a hard time with somebody in your office as a leader and you know, oh, I've got a two over here and that works with the nine, I want to really engage with this person. Well, go ask the person who's a two. Be like, you know, I've been noticing this with her and like or him and I really, you know, want to help them out. Like, do you mind going and like seeing how they're feeling about things? Um, just stuff like that. Being able to be intuitive. Or the other way around, because sometimes Absolutely. if you're not an eight if you're an eight and you're in a and you know that you have a hard time <laughs> yeah. saying things respectfully, I could go to Paige at yeah. two and be and you okay, so if you're run it, if, by, me. <laughs> run it by them to say is how is this gonna come off? Is mm-hmm. this gonna come off bad? Especially if your leader is not an eight and you're trying to get things done. The person you're that you're wanting to discuss things with is not an eight, then go run it by somebody else and say, This is my gut feeling, right? So this is how mm-hmm. I'm gonna it's gonna come out. You tell me if there's something that I need to yeah. say that's going to come off a little bit better to this person because they might not get it that way. Yep. So ask for help both ways. Yep. And if if a two is also feeling like they're in there feeling like you said before, yes. you ask other people, am I being too sensitive? Yep. And they can tell you if you're being too sensitive Absolutely. and feeling it too hard. So like you, you go both ways. you got to accept it though. Mm-hmm. As a two, if you ask somebody, don't get your feelings hurt. True. Yes. <laughs> when they say, yeah, you're being a little sensitive about that. Take it in and be like, all right, cool. Like, I can let that go. Be a little tender. Good. Like, I know. Move on. You know, that's the difference in the healthy and the unhealthy. And I think that's a great thing. Like, there are different assets in your office. Use them. They're mm-hmm. all strengths. And they're maybe not your strength, but someone else's strength. So rely on their strength to become yours. Like, mm-hmm. it's a really beautiful thing when you do start to accept that stuff and bring it in and I think grow off of each other like Mm -hmm. I think it's very powerful versus like having a competitive feeling in the office of like you've got to be all these things you aren't I feel like that's exhausting oh gosh yes that's super exhausting it's very exhausting and if you're the leader to that point then you being aware of what the different personality types in your office is only going to help you lead them better and like we were saying it's an easier way for you to understand if you want like if you're in a meeting and you're sitting there and you're asking for opinions and what needs to be done and say a nine or a two or even a five doesn't say right away what they're thinking. You may mm-hmm. be thinking, well, dang, they're really disengaged mm-hmm. and they they're not, care. they didn't care. Where I, and it's not they that they don't care. They care a lot. They care a lot and they're sitting back and thinking about it. And even though they didn't tell you what they were thinking right away, give them time to come back Circle back to it. Circle back to them and let them know at the end of the meeting and be like, hey, I know a lot of you are thinking about this over and I appreciate that. You know, how about the next couple of days? Come let me know how you think. Whereas me, I'm the eight. So I'm the person who's sitting in in that meeting going, yeah, I have a gut feeling about it. This is how I feel about it right now. And I'm going to get it out this way. And then I'm not going to think about it again. So the rest of you who are thinking about this when you go home, great. But I'm not going to be. Yep. So you have to know those things. And don't just write off somebody who is not who is not talking in a meeting and those things to be lazy or to not care because they care. 
They just are thinking about it a different way. They're going to put it out in a different way. So as a leader, you have to be respectful of that too. So you're using your voice to lead other people, but in a respectful way because Mm -hmm. you want to respect their personality types and how they run and how they do things. And you tend to only be able to see your own type so like if you're an eight and there's someone in the meeting who's an eight and they're spitting out all the information or whatever you're going to respond to that well Mm -hmm. and to the others it's going to feel negative to you Mm -hmm. like you said like they don't care but they care a lot Mm -hmm. and on the flip side of that if you're a two and you have all these feelings somebody is just like shooting ideas off the top of their head it could come off as like well they haven't even thought about this they're just trying to like you know say a bunch of things like get this over with or whatever like you can always look at something negatively, mm-hmm. and a lot of the times it's easier to do that when you're just stuck in your own perspective. It's almost a little bit selfish, like you're too into yourself. So as a leader, I think that is super important, how to make people feel like they matter, mm-hmm. and there is a respectful way to like be aware of that in everybody in your office. So just be aware that you're not stuck in yourself a little bit too much when you're in a leadership position, for sure. Yeah, and you shouldn't be afraid to ask for those things. Absolutely. If you are not the leader, don't be afraid to ask that leader for what you need. You have to, like we were saying, all this is about respecting the other person. So if you come to them and say, hey, I do care, um, I have a lot of opinions, but as I'm just thinking through this, so give them a deadline. Say, I'm going to be thinking about this, but I will be by with you by the end of the week or by end of business day tomorrow. I'm going to come and talk to you about it. So they know that you mm-hmm. care, yep. um, but that you're just not, you're just can't give them that information you're right processing now. It. Well, see, even as a two, like as a feeling person, like we're very, I'm visual and creative. So like my mind goes through so much stuff. So sometimes in the very moment, I'm trying to express something, but I can't get all the words together appropriately to express it right. So I might be trying to tell you something, but what's coming out of my mouth is not telling you what I'm trying to express to you. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten in trouble a lot with that. Not a lot, but it has gotten me into situations where I'm like, that is not what I mean to say. It's just not coming out with the right words. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it's like, I need time to get all of those feeling words together and be like, okay, this is the actual emotion I'm trying to convey, and these are the words I need to use to do it. And sometimes I even have to, like, you know, write it down because there's so much happening with all the feelings and stuff. I need to write it down and sort it out and come up with, like, okay, this is good. And I'm going to have to revisit it several times and, over, mm-hmm. you know, think it a lot. So it's it's very intriguing uh when you start diving into it and really figuring it out. Yeah, and as an eight or anybody, any of the gut triad. So (laughs) if you are one of those people who immediately have an opinion and want to put it out there, especially eights, I know, (laughs) we have it we're going to say right away. But it might not be the best thing for you to say right away, especially if you're passionate about it. Because I've that's something that I've had to learn to control because I immediately say something. And especially, like, if your leader or somebody else is not an eight, what you're going to say is probably going to come out harsh to them. Yeah. So even if you say it, you don't have—I would say that as an eight, I'm not going to think—I don't want to. It would stress me out to think about it long term, multiple days. But I would say (laughs) before you make—you say something, 
or you want to voice your opinion, and you should at least think about what you're going to say first. Yeah. Like, uh, that's a good general rule. Yeah, like, you should step back, take a breather, especially if you're passionate about it. What I try to do is if it happens before lunch, <laughs> take the lunch time. I like to go outside, take a break, walk, and think about it. Yeah, calm down. And right. then don't wait until the next day because most of the time if I'm passionate about it and I wait till the next day, I just got more frustrated. But if I go take a quick breather clear my head, have time to compose what I'm going to say respectfully, then I can come back in and talk about it immediately. If it happens at the end of the day, then I might do it the next day. But give a short amount of time for the gut people. I know the the people who are thinking with their heart and their head need a little more time. But our gut thinkers, we don't necessarily need more time. Um, but you should take some time, yeah. I would say. So don't spurt it out because you might hurt somebody's feelings. And you can't come back from that. <laughs> I mean, you can apologize, but some things you say are too harsh or are going to make you come off looking bad. So step back. At least take an hour. You know, like give it some time before you yeah. make it, before you go make a statement yeah. and then do it. And I also think it, okay, so some people have really strong personalities and they're communicative and they're talkative they have a lot of ideas right off the bat and then you've got that other side of people who are like soft and they're not going to just speak up very naturally and sometimes when you have those stronger personalities you've got to make room for those softer people because you can have a tendency unwillingly to kind of just like override them override them you're going to speak for them they're never going to speak up so sometimes i feel like it's a great idea if you know you've got a really good combination if you're one of those strong eights, don't say anything till the you give the space in the beginning, like to let other people talk. Now they still may not say a lot of stuff and need to come back to it, but if you're the leader, be like, you know, ask those softer people, like, do you have any thoughts on that yet? Just give them a minute mm -hmm. to acknowledge that you wanna hear what they think. And then say, you know, and then give them the time to do it. But and then as a strong leader, you know, maybe at the, say if you have an hour meeting, you talk the last 30 minutes, you know, instead of just jumping off the bat. Because then then those softer personalities are just, they're going to let you roll. They're going to let you go with it, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that would be me. I'm like, oh, yeah. And there might be things that you would say that I'm like, yeah, I agree with that. That's cool, you know. But then mm -hmm. I'm not going to come up with, you know, original thoughts or whatever. Like, so you have to kind of think about things everybody. like that. Figure out what works. I'm not saying that always works, but it's just something to think about of, like, timing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you do it by the end of the day or if you're going to give them a few days or whatever. And I think that's an individual thing, too. Even mm -hmm. throughout different eights might have different ideas. And it's okay to tell people that's what you need. Like, hey, can I take lunch to think about this? I'll talk to you by the end of the day. Or if you like to have a couple of days, be like, hey, can we visit this on Monday? Or if you're the type of person like, you don't want no time, you got to get it off your chest now. Be like, hey, can we talk about this? So I think if you're being respectful, one of the things that when Chad and I were doing our marriage counseling, our pastor said, asked us both how we handled conflict and how we like to get things out. Of course, no 
you know, I'm an eight, so I like to get it out right away. I don't like to go to bed. I don't like to go to work the next day thinking about something that might have happened at home yeah. or vice versa. Whereas Chad, he doesn't want to speak too soon because he's thinking about it more from a feeling standpoint and he's got to process those things. So the way that our pastor gave us um, a tip to deal with that is to know that just because you have, I need to be respectful of Chad that he needs that time. Yep. However, he needs to be respectful of me in the fact that I don't want to wait. So that person who needs longer, just be able to speak to the other and say, hey, um, I hear what you're saying and I do want to talk about, but I can't talk about it right now. I need that time to process but give them a deadline that you're going to talk to them about it. Right. So that, like, I need a deadline. It's not lingering. So I know that tomorrow at 1 o'clock or when we're having dinner or in morning huddle or whatever that relationship you're working with is, that's when we're going to talk about it. Yeah. So I can put it off my brain. I'm not wondering when you're going to talk about not getting frustrated that we're not talking about it. I know I have the details and that they're going to come back. Now you have to honor that. So if you give somebody your word this morning, talk about it, you need to honor that no matter how frustrated you are. But if we all know that that's how they work, don't be afraid to say, hey, I need this time. Yep. And this is when we can talk about it. And on the opposite side, I have to be respectful knowing they need it and have to say, okay, I appreciate that that's the way you are. And let's meet back here at this time. Yeah. So you have to come at it from both ways, yep. and we have to be respectful of one another. Um, I know pa- Paige and I are both a lot of we, we talk a lot about our faith base, and like he made it, God made us all different for a reason. Yep, and we have to be comfortable in who He made us first, mm-hmm. and if we are confident in who we are and how He made us, then we can better treat other people the way that they yep. are made yep. and appreciate that. Yep. And this is weird because it has nothing to do with God or this, but in my head when we're talking about this, what comes to mind is Miranda Lambert's song, All Kinds of Kinds. Yeah. And it's really a weird song, to be honest with you. Maybe we'll play it in the background, like, yeah. through what, like in the beginning or whatever, but or we'll link it so you can kind of hear the words. The words are kind of crazy, but it basically just it takes all kinds of kinds to run. Yeah to run a business, to have a relationship for our world, just in general for our world to run. Yep. And we have to be respectful of mm-hmm. all of those people and how what they need and what they say because God made us that way yep. and they matter. You yep. matter, I matter, what we have to say matters, and how we say it matters. Yeah. And see, you just gave me a good thought of like, I feel like any good teammate or person or leader, it really comes down to... Being humble enough to know that as a leader, like, yes, you're at the, you know, think of yourself at, like, the top of the pyramid and there are people under you, but it doesn't work unless those people underneath you are happy and working. And, like, being humble enough to know that it is a team effort. You might be guiding the ship, but you're literally helping people be them be- their best selves Yes. so that you are a good leader. You're not there to, like you know, just dictate, bark rules and dictate and not let people thrive. You're humble enough to know that everyone is different and you're going to have to handle people differently. It's your job as a leader to allow them to be themselves and thrive, not just tell them what to do or how to be or whatever. And I think you do that a lot through your actions and how you treat them and the decisions that you make for them you know for them 
and when I say for them, I mean like in their best interest. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people in a leadership role feel like it is about like you're making all the decisions and everything's on your shoulders and you're the big dog and all that stuff. But I feel like the most effective leaders are the ones who are humble enough to know that they need their people mm-hmm. and they're leading by helping those people be them be- be their best selves. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think that's super And that kind of ties back into the leadership podcast that um, Victoria and I talked about, about, you know, don't ask your people to do anything that you wouldn't do. Absolutely. Leading by example. Mm-hmm. If you come off and you speak to them respectfully and show them that they matter, yeah. if you treat them the right way, they will treat the patients the right way. Yeah. They'll treat others the right way, and we will get through it. So all this comes back to you matter, and every person that you work with matters. Yep. And um, knowing yourself, making yourself self-aware, being aware of not, like we said at the beginning, know yourself first. Yep. You cannot change others. Yep. And you can't even begin to try to help change others if you can't, if you're not healthy yourself. Yep. And then when you are, then you can try to help other people, but doing it in a respectful way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think... That is a lot to digest at this point. A lot of it is a lot to digest, <laughs> right? Absolutely. <laughs> and it's hard work. It's hard work, but it's worth it. So yes. if if you are feeling frustrated and you have some of this stuff going on in your lives, try to step aside from the frustration and know that these things will help resolve that issue. A lot of times it feels hopeless when you're frustrated and you don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're telling you, start here. Get to know yourself. Yes. Dig into this self-development, mm-hmm. and you'll notice a huge change. Absolutely. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Yep, we're going to come back in April, and we're going to talk a little bit about temperaments, which is a little different than personality types. Um, It's something I'm I'm super excited about talking about, too. So (laughs) we're going to dive a little bit more into that self-awareness. And, again, let us know what you think. Like, subscribe, comment. All the things. Share. um, Talk to us. We love communicating with you. Tell us what you need. If you said, hey, I really like that. I think we could talk a little bit more about this or that. What you want to hear, we want to talk about. So um, bring it up. Let us talk about it. If you are somebody who's passionate about what you do, one of the things in GDHA we're talking about now is that everybody is a a master of some sort in what you do. Like you have a passion about this, so this is what you're really good about talking about. If you have something that you're really passionate about and it could be you come up here, not to say – we could have another co-host. I know Victoria Absolutely. was here because Paige wasn't, but that doesn't mean we don't yeah. want you to talk about we it. We want to have guests on and, like, have yeah. new perspectives and all that kind of stuff. So, so if, if you got something, yeah, let us know. We're, we're open you to it You could be sitting right here. We just That's right. let you roll. Exactly. <laughs> we want to hear from you because yeah. I think Paige and I both, like, you can tell from this, we want to grow. Yeah. And we want you to grow. So we are you can, You never stop learning. Yeah. So yeah. even though we're pretty self-aware, we're constantly learning about being more self-aware, yeah. but we want to learn about other people we're too. We're not just telling you to do this stuff. We're doing this stuff. Absolutely. We're noticing the differences it's making in our lives because we ain't perfect. We've yeah. all been there. Mm-hmm. We can speak to this stuff because... We've been in, I've been unhealthy too. And um, so, yes, we see the benefits from this in our own personal lives, our own personal careers. And so that's why we share it. So, exactly. We want to share with you. So, we want you to share with us. And we don't know it all. So, we need your help. No, we don't. (laughs) Absolutely. So, thank you again for joining with us. We'll see you next time. Absolutely. Bye. Bye.